Hi everyone and welcome back to From the Bar or as my other favorite podcast would say, you know, the bounce is back. If you don't know who I'm talking about, get to know guys. So we're back after a hiatus. I'm going to blame Olamide in my normal fashion and don't listen to him because he's a liar. So um, if I was trying to blame me, hi guys, uh, pardon my manners. If I was trying to blame me when she was the one frolicking around Europe, um, having fun without me, and she's back now and feels like she could just throw me under the bus. Speaking of frolicking, Olamide is absolutely destroying the table that he's standing on because, ladies and gentlemen, Olamide has succumbed to the Japa wave. Yes, Mr. Podcast is moving to the Obodos and leaving me here in Lagos, Nigeria. So there's that. Okay, this is the first speaking like she won't join me in like two weeks. <laughs> For a very short vacation, guys. It doesn't count as Japa if it's not permanent. Who has uh, about two, three vacations in one year? Uh, well, <laughs> guys, <laughs> you know how we do. But on that note, I'm going to just like introduce our guest because we thought that we would start with a guest on this. Oh, no, is this a new season? Is this episode one? Is this season one, episode 11, or like season two, episode one? Uh, I think this is season two, episode one. Don't worry, yeah. guys. By the time you're listening to this, you'll see what we put in the tagline. Yeah. So we would have made a decision by then. But we thought we would start off after this hiatus with the man, the legend, you know, a, a Twitter legend, you know, a lawyer for the boys, so to speak. I've been begging this young man to come on for a while. So Chidi, please introduce yourself. Beyonce of law. The Beyonce <laughs> of law, not the Kelly Rolando, not the Michelle Williams, or the Beyonce of law. And please, guys, I've been begging Chidi, like, while we've been practicing, that he should speak with his outside voice. He's been coming here giving us soft romantic voice, so, so I hope he listened. Chidi, please, not soft romantic, speak to the auditorium. Yeah, just let uh, listeners know who yeah. they're speaking So what's your to? bio, like, Chidi? If, they, if you do interview now, and they say, <laughs> tell us about yourself. First of all, I don't do interviews. <laughs> Just put out there. Beyonce. I don't interview anywhere. I love my job, guys. Chidi said, in case my employer is listening, I love it here. Okay, so my name is Chidi Odwemenam, and um, I'm a lawyer. Obviously, I'm a lawyer. And um, I used to work at Aluko and Oyebode. Yes, guys, the firm. Olamda and I casted ourselves like a bunch of times about where we work. But yeah, Chidi used to work with us at the firm. Yeah, although I've had that Mr. Mutu episode. Although, exactly. Although, bag. he's not a ragamuffin a litigation trenches person like us. I think I'm not a ragamuffin. No. Uh, um, a seasoned. Sorry, he's not a seasoned uh, litigator like us. He's a exactly, soft boy, corporate. He used to wear. Ah, you, see, you should see the suits that you wear. Yeah, you know, the thing is, if I keep talking about, oh, so you say litigation trenches, and when you see when he first going to court, high heels, she's, she's all, you know, glamorous. Oh, no, no. I know how I wore heels and I fell down. I have a permanent scar. But exactly, was, guys. Exactly, guys. I fucked up. But we're interrupting Chidi. We see Olamde and I have gotten out of the groove of actually having a guest. So yes, Chidi, tell us more about, you know, corporates at the firm. Okay. Uh, first, never been to court in my life. Huh. When I heard Can that, I was so shocked. C-flex. And I've been to court almost every day since I've I was court. I've never not been to court in my life. <laughs> I mean, I, I, think it's, I think it's a very good, um, I think it's a very good practice. It's just that, you know, it's not, it's not soft. It's not soft. That's right. Very hard. Give very hard. Oh, God. Yeah, so spent um, almost five years working at the farm. I used to work in the corporate and commercial department. Uh, I focused mainly on 
corporate M&A and capital markets work. I used to do a lot of, almost everything in corporate, to be honest. I used to do tax work, once in a while, finance work as well, you know, here and there. Um, then, just before I hit five years, I took the sad decision. Hmm. Very sad. I cried, hmm. guys. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Am I naive because I'm believing Chidi? I shared tears, right? I, I really shared tears, like, you know, I took well, the tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> tears of FX. Uh, tears of sadness, right? Um, to leave the firm and go do something different, you know. It was a risk and... Um, it's paid off. I don't know if it's... Ah, <laughs> your employers are listening. No, she just said it's paying off. No, it's paying off. It's paying off professionally. It's paying off professionally. Paying off or paying well. Uh, it's or both. It's not a money thing, guys. It's, 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 a it's about the satisfaction. Yeah, satisfaction. Yeah, you satisfaction. Know. You know, the fulfillment. <laughs> exactly. But that's what, I mean, brings us to today's episode, right? So if you're wondering why Chidi is here, other than the fact that, you know, he's a hot shot, young, sexy lawyer. Again, if you don't know, check out his Twitter. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, no, plug, go to his we'll, blog, we'll plug him <laughs> at the end. But the reason why he's here, right, is because so Chidi works in-house and left the firm to get in-house house. And I feel like, much like the grass is green, everyone wants to japa, it always feels like to me, in law firms, everybody's trying to become in-house counsel, at least for people that don't want to leave law altogether. So when I'm there and I thought, you know, let's bring someone that actually works in-house. Let's actually learn, you know, what is in-house counsel? Because I think of it like being a jack of all trades. You know, a very, I don't say very chill jack of all trades now. God, guys, don't be angry at me if you work in-house. But I do think of it as being, you know, less intense than working in a law firm, but also needing to have more of a breadth of knowledge at the same time. So yeah, that's what Chidi is here to talk to us about, you know, just... So Chidi, what's in-house, what, what is in-house counsel in your own words? Well, um, I think it's, it depends on, first, where you work and the type of people you work for, right? And their background as well. So mine is a bit different from what I thought it was going to be before I went in-house. And I'll say this because before I went in house, you know, I used to work in house council as well. So I used to think that uh, you know maybe maybe it wasn't that serious. You know, people you know, maybe they used to close by five. You know, the quality of I'm work. I'm glad you are the one that said it to not <laughs> me because that's what I was thinking. Right. So, uh, but for me, you know, when I went in house, um, I think mine is just a bit different from what I thought it was going to be. First, because um, the guys that run the company where I work uh, used to be investment bankers. Right. Uh, My God, those guys don't have ah, any investment chill. bankers don't send. They don't do. have any chill. Very intense. Right. Yeah. And then I think what that does to you is that uh, first the work ethic you're expected to you know, show, and the quality of work you're expected to produce is just different from what I thought it was going to be. Right. Okay. So uh, I mean, Chidi, where do you work now? I mean, feel free to say the name, or if you're afraid, you know, tell us what exactly you guys do. Okay, Although, so if you don't tell them the name, they'll still look for you on LinkedIn and they'll see it. But, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. But, so, what, what kind of work does the place where you work do? Okay, so, uh, my guys are city builders. Um, it's called Rendezvous. Uh, they are urban developers. Uh, this, is, this is our first project in Nigeria. We have um, projects across Africa. So, what we do is we go to cities in Africa and we build new cities. So imagine like come to Lagos and we're trying to build like a new Victoria Island in Lagos. Right? Just trying to create a new experience, you know, something private, uh, something that eliminates the typical bottlenecks you have when you you know in like in a typical city. 
uh, so we privatize everything from power. Power is fully privatized. Water is fully privatized. The roads, you, you, the roads are fully privatized because you don't have to wait for government to build roads for you. We give you power, we give you water. Uh, so it's like creating a new city, a modern city that eliminates the typical issues you have when you when you live in like it is one and you're waiting for government to come and fix a portal on the road, for example. Or oh, you can't drink your dirty water from your town. Exactly. Speak as a former lucky girl, I, I do know. Well, sorry, as as a tenant in my parents' house, I do know. So you're talking about Alaro City, right? Yeah, Alaro City, yeah. Alaro City is is um is Rendezvous flagship um, project in, in Nigeria, yeah, to Alaro City. So in Alaro City, what I do, um, I'm a legal associate in Alaro City, um, sort of provide the full, the full suite of legal services, right? Um, corporate, for example, so let's say corporate, there's everything. Uh, supporting HR, it starts from maybe HR, uh, maybe you're trying to hire someone, you read employment contracts, um, HMO contracts, you know, uh, basically all the contracts that the company enters into, you have to review them and you have to advise on them. Then I think another interesting part of my work, which is what I really like, is the project and infrastructure part of the work, right? Which is um, essentially, for example, road building. So because we build our own roads ourselves, we have to do the contract. So the contract between us and the contractor that will do the road, the guys that would design the roads, the guys that would supervise the road, you know, we do all of that, you know, um, because we also provide our own power, we have to build, um, Mini grids and yeah, oh, yeah, like an IPP, for example. Yeah. So I have to do the IPP work, you know, from negotiations that's structuring to documentation to the very end. So you're involved in the start to the finish, um, because the IPP is going to be gas fired. You still have to do the contracts for the gas supply. Wow, that's actually a lot. That's, that's the thing I was saying about having a breadth of knowledge, right? Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to know, how did you find, you know, doing all this work, all these areas that you were not familiar with? Like, what was that like? So, again, you know, doing construction for ASGM the first time, looking at power contracts, other than obviously your baseline understanding of contracts, like law that you've never had anything to do with? How did you find, you know, just getting your hands on that? Yeah, because you mentioned um, employment contracts, um, HMOs and whatnot. Uh, I think that, you know, for you, you were doing corporate m when you were um, in the law firm. Yes, she's one of the big boys. Yeah, but n uh, now you're doing a lot more, you interface with regulators, you're going to be interfacing with colleagues now and advising on their employment and things like that. So how is it how is it like balancing all of this? Especially like if I said things that you kid out didn't have like that maybe experience. you told them you knew but really yeah. yeah just do it for the first time. <laughs> no, I mean I think um, really I think that was one of the selling points for me to move in house because when I was leaving the farm I just wanted a new challenge. So I wanted to do something that would challenge me. And something that would challenge me was definitely not gonna be capital markets or corporate money. Mastered it, you know. No, no. So <laughs> you, no, you, were you like burning the midnight oil, you know, reading textbooks and doing research to kind of build your capacity in these new areas, or more just kind of like learning on the go, or it was easy to integrate the kind of knowledge you already had in the things you were doing? I think what's what working in corporates and if I'm like um, A, I know those for you is that especially if you apply yourself and make sure that you're not just doing capital markets or MA work, right? So I was doing, so I was trying to do everything, I was trying to. 
ask the guys in business advisory to do employment contracts. You know, so I was trying to do everything that wasn't what he I was, was doing. The foundation, they just didn't know. <laughs> exactly. Okay, that's that's interesting. And um, I do want to ask, you know, for the people again, in terms of plugins, we can't plug ourselves as lawyers. Alaris City. So, one of my cousins used to work there. That's why I know a little bit about it. Like people buy, can buy land, right? Like that's an option. Are people still able to buy land at this point in time? And what are okay? And um, okay, so that's interesting. So, Alamde, what's your question for Chief? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, my question really is, um, you were in a law firm, the scope of work was um, you servicing a client who would most likely be the guys in-house, legal in-house, or even the company itself. But now, you're now in-house, you're the client. How is the transition like for you, especially in terms of your, um, how you view things? Because as um, someone providing a service, a lawyer, there's a certain way I would look at things. While you, who is under pressure from the board, will be looking at things uh, from a different perspective. Ah, God, dealing with in-house counsel as external counsel. Is so, so now Chidi's on the other side. Now, yeah, the in-house counsel, I'm sure you used yeah. to complain about. Okay, yeah. So I'll answer your first question about Lara City. Yes, we're selling, uh, selling land. Um, I can provide more information later on. You know, maybe link. Uh, you guys want to, you know, yeah, so then I will address them allow me this question. It's sweet too, I won't lie, you know. <laughs> it's sweet being on the other end, right? <laughs> Should you enjoy making the demand? <laughs> it's sweet, it's like, it's like payback time, guys. Like, you know. Yeah, I think when you, when you go in-house as a lawyer and you're now a client, you have to wear the businessman hat, right? Mm. You have to wear the client's hat. So he's no longer, I'm a lawyer. And I think, you know, one of the things you see as lawyers is very good at spotting issues. You know, we want to say this is the problem. But what it makes you much more solutions-oriented, right? Because now, the problem is facing you. And your mandate is to solve the problem, right? So I'm trying to interpret and act, right? And you know, whatever I give that act, like my interpretation of that act, impacts me closing the transaction. Right, so if I'm in a law firm, I can write an opinion and send to in-house counsel, and you know whatever they do, it is is frankly their business. But now I'm in-house, I have no, to. You're the one that has to act on it. So after we have written, this is option one. This is option two. She is the one who has to actually decide. Exactly. So I need to get proper options. I need to make sure the options are commercially viable for me because I'm going to apply that option the next day, and I'm going to use it and close the transaction that day. But I think that's an interesting uh, question. Again, I do interact with a lot of in-house counsels. So it's oh it's God, really interesting. It's not. It's not. A <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic. But I want to ask this. So, as in-house counsel, especially someone who I mean, you came from a big law firm, you were you know big law boy. You probably already know the answer. And I feel like I'm actually asking Chidi now some questions for things we've already discussed in the past. But you have an answer already, an opinion for most things I expect. So, what is it like? Because you still have to seek external counsel. I mean, that's whoever the, the principal or Insurance the policy. Ahead, the policy. So when you send it, what happens when you get back something that you don't agree with? Or so what's the dynamic of that sometimes? And you don't have to answer just for yourself. You can answer in a general fashion because I'm sure you know a lot of other in-house counsel. So how does in-house counsel kind of deal with that? Because you're not just the client. You're actually a lawyer. You have an opinion. You know it. You might even know more than the person that... Maybe it's me that wrote it, the opinion. 
So you might even know if you have more years of experience or whatever it is. So what's that relationship like? I think sometimes, right, you don't really have the answers. Sometimes you think you have the answers, but you don't have the answers. And that is also fine, right? Sometimes I've read the act and I've, you know, given it this interpretation. I think this is what the CBN act is. Then I write to a law firm. I think it's important to now go to law firms that have expertise, you know, special expertise in in that sort of work. Because if you go to any law firm, the chances are that they would tell you what you know, right? So I'm going to go to a law firm that I think has a partner who is an expert in, you know, that area of law or in that issue. And then they write an opinion to me. Chances are that what, 70, 30, they're going to, you know, agree with me most of the time a lot of other times as well they would express a different opinion a different view right they will not go into the arguments right yeah i know you know you know one of the one of the one of the most interesting um experiences i've had with in-house counsel is i was sure that this person eventually i was sure that this person had an opinion and i'd already um what's it called explain this to who his bosses were but person asked us for an opinion. We issued the first opinion. Person was like, no, that he doesn't think our opinion was correct. So we went back, we did further research, we amended the opinion slightly. Person said no. Until we now told the person what the person wanted to hear. That's when he now finally agreed. <laughs> to us and was like, okay, yes, I think this is fine. It was at that point that I now realized that that was what the person was really looking for. We just wanted an official document to back up what he was saying. Yeah, but interesting. Olamde, this is actually a question for you, and Chidi, please chime in, because it's not just in an interview. We're having a conversation. Like, why do you think that is? Like, you said something about insurance. Like, are there actually, and I'm saying this as someone who doesn't actually know, are there actually policy reasons why you have to seek external counsel, other than things like litigation, which I'm aware of? So, yeah, sometimes, right, I go to my board and say, this is my view on this thing. But because we're going to take a commercial decision, sometimes it runs into millions of dollars, right? It just makes sense. We want to hold your insurance. I'm not looking for you. I'm looking for your professional indemnity insurance. Yes, exactly. Which is about, what, $10 million, $5 million? Transferring, transferring the risk. Yes. So I'm transferring my risk on you. And you're going to show me your insurance so if I pay you. Yeah, I actually heard that at our firm that we would actually go, like, pretty good. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, heard, I heard that we have the, the best or something like that. It's a couple million dollars is very good money. <laughs> in case you for, but you don't want to be the person that uh, f up. So even though there's insurance, you don't want to be the one that made the partner have to use the insurance because I mean premiums go up and it's just it's just not a not a not a good look really. Yeah, yeah then also it, it would also affect business for you as a law firm if at any point in time your professional capacity is being questioned. Yeah. So like. It's better, it's better that you don't even know that you have it. Okay, so that's interesting. That's the reason. So I have another question for Chidi, and again, it emanates from something that we spoke about like on a different day, and also something that you've already said. So we're talking about, um, how do I put this? The commerciality, that's a word, the business sense. So I don't know if I'm misquoting you, but we had a conversation, and you were talking about how, or, you know, when you go in-house, and you're looking at these contracts, and you're looking at these deals, and you are looking at it without your law firm mind. 
So kind of like how me as a litigator, being trained as a litigator, I see the problem. Always fine. I see, I'm always, look, always I always see the problem in every contract. So they'll be like, oh, we'll do this. I'll be like, ah, but what if it falls in the daylight? Like maybe you say by mid, I'm like, ah, what about 1201? You know, so you're nitpicking things because you see where the problem is. But sometimes that can't work for like speed, for business relationships, for the commerciality again, if that's the word I'm going with. So how do you deal with would I say switching that part of your brain off or trying to drag the business people? Yeah, sorry, you know, I, just, just, to, just to add to what Ife said. So I can remember the first time I was asked to review like an agreement. It was an employment agreement. Let and me not ask Olamde if it was PP or... No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't PP. It was, a, it was a, a friendly thing. The, the person just got employment with one of the tech firms and I'll, he gave me the agreement to review. To be honest, I was looking at it with my NIC mind. <laughs> that okay, well, if we were to end up at the NIC, how would this person stand? The National Industrial uh, Courts that handles yeah, employment matters. At some point, I realized that I wasn't doing the person any favors by mm. looking at that agreement. So I had to pass it on to someone in our business uh, business advisory department mm. just to help me look over it. Because if I <laughs> if I had been want to look at that thing, they they wouldn't that person would have signed the agreement. So yeah, actually, how does that work? Like, are you switching that part of your brain on, or are you making them better? You're elevating them. I mean, to be honest, right? My first, my first month was a bit difficult, right? Because then I just never signed off on contract. I used to yes, review contract. Problem, 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 problem. Used to take me, used to take me days to review on contract, and then they didn't understand why it taking so much time to review this fifteen-page agreement. But it was because I was just coming from a law firm, and first, there are a number of things that you just have to let go, right? So you have to ask yourself, okay, this is not the way you want it to be, mm. but commercially, how does this really affect us? Or what's the risk that this thing will happen, right? Because if you don't do that, you're going to go over that contract with the counterparty for under two months, mm. right? You just keep doing back and forth because we are amending parties clause or because... <laughs> 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 definition clause. What's yeah. the meaning of definition? I'm, no. I, I won't lie to you, right? In law firm, I could do that in A and O. I could, I could argue passes close uh, with my other law firm, maybe GLS or Templars, and all of us, we're all lawyers now, <laughs> so we'll just be going back and forth on all these clauses. But now I'm in-house, so I'm dealing with my fellow in-house counsel. We have to close the deal in two days, mm. right? So I have to look at it from very commercial standpoint. What do I have to lose? You know, what do I have to lose if I, you know, if I don't uh, you know, let this thing go? You, you, you know, the thing about that passes clause is, I'll I'll just tell you a very interesting story. Better be interesting. There's a particular matter. The last matter I think I handled in ANO before leaving. The um, the employment contract was basically on the parties in that agreement. And that was because the parties in the parties clause were different from uh, the parties in the interpretation clause. So there was an issue. The parties were not clearly defined, and that was the main issue. But why would opposing counsel have a problem with trying to shore up the parties' definition? Now, now the thing is, the person is saying just controversial for controversial. No, the, no, the person is saying that the person who um, terminated his um, employment is not the person that gave him employment. Part the parties clause. So both of you are already in a fix. Mm. But I mean, another one says like. And this is again very much a litigation type question. Are, are you always 
how how do you look at your dispute resolution clauses in contracts? Because I know that when I was starting out, I heard that you know dispute resolution clauses. So that's that's how you define you know what happens when everything goes to hell. They are typically known as midnight clauses because you know there are things after you have spent your two days, two weeks doing everything. Everybody's just fix it. Just say um, you know un under the law of the Federal yeah, Republic of Nigeria, everybody goes to sleep. Yeah. So as again someone coming from A and O, although until now we've got to be seeing it coming from you know the form. Um, is that something that you're especially ego either? I know you're not a litigation boy, but still, is it very much still midnight for you? People just stick it in there. We go to court if anything happens. Well, I mean, I, th I think I think for us, really, we, you know, because of the type of contracts that we do with, um, we are much more, um, much more likely to go with arbitration. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're much more likely to go with arbitration more than anything, to be honest. Uh, for example, if you are doing construction contracts, there are standard um, contracts, oh, like FIDIC, and you know, and then you know, and the likes, and you typically have adjudication clauses. Then after adjudication, you get to arbitration. Yeah, but I mean, in my almost two years, I'm not sure I've done any any contract where I did. Like multi-tier dispute resolution clause. See, guys, I'm just plugging myself so you know that I'm also a construction construction <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's the first thing. Ah, that's my guy's work. So that's how it became. That's how it became my work. Yeah. So, I don't. An interesting question. You guys are allowed to deal with land. Um, have you guys had any hormonal issues? To the extent to which you can tell us. <laughs> nah. You know, it's a it's a very it's a very very secure, very very secure um, project. Now, no. Chile's employers are going no, to be no. so happy when they listen no, to you. No, 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 of those. Singing their those. praises, even the none firm, of those are done. Yeah. He was saying that they trained him so well. Everybody that listens is just going to be yes. so happy with um, with Chidi. But one, okay, one thing I'll ask you: we don't talk about the good and the good and the good. Like, what would you say are some of the things that you miss about like working in a law firm? What? Well, I mean, if you ask me, right, I wouldn't say miss so because you can't really get everything. She said nothing. <laughs> like, you really get everything. That you gain a lot from in house, and I think you just have to make peace with the fact that this is a different experience. This is a different environment. I like transactional work. I like, you know, starting deals and closing deals. It gives me satisfaction. Then in house is a bit different. I still get that that satisfaction because I still do transactions. I still do uh, maybe uh, road projects and IPP and gas and all of that. But it's not capital markets. But so I still get my satisfaction. So if you ask me, what do I miss? Um, I think I missed the research. There's a whole lot more research in law firms. Okay. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. So it means the research work, yeah. Yeah, actually, I agree with that part of you having to do a lot more research. Because I can't imagine if I have a dispute, I work in house, I give you the work to do, and I still have to go and look at the law mm -hmm. reports, I beg. Why am I, why am I now paying? What was the point of me paying you? Yeah. But I mean, do you get, because as someone who works in a law firm, I, I always have this impression that all lawyers are trying to run away from law firms and go in house. So now from the other side, do you, is that also how you see things? Like, do you see a lot of people trying to move in house? I mean, yeah. other than people that are trying to jump, I forget those ones. <laughs> yeah. I think I recently, many, at least from what I've seen since I moved, many people are trying to move in house. And I would say the reasons are quite a number of reasons, right? Um, maybe because of pay, and I would say maybe because of pay, uh, because uh, a lot of law firms are not, 
you may be increasing salaries to match up because of inflation and you know the cost of living and everything. No comments. Online, <laughs> online, I'm there, I still work where I work, oh, please. Right. So I think, and I, I, it's not just for one law firm or two law firms, because law firms may not be making us, you know, more money, so they may not be able to compete with in-house and in-house, in-house departments who do not want to spend that much money giving law firms work, they would rather hire those lawyers to come in-house and work for them. So now you're costing costs. So there's a yeah, whole lot so more drive to hire. Ju- just off that same question, do you think um, you have more work-life balance? Because some people I was going to life. ask that, actually. Like, are your hours better? Yeah. Like, can you, do you, are you able to balance your life with your work better now? Yeah, a bit more chidi time. Ch- <laughs> guys, for the record, though, again, if you don't know chidi, chidi is a work hard, play harder person. Oh my so he has God. always been balancing. I know he's a player, dude. Let me. <laughs> right, so I would say my my life now is very similar to you know to what it was in my last two years in Ano, right? And it wasn't this way last year, right? Because when you come into in house, you don't understand the business. You don't have business context. The work is new to you, so it just takes you longer to do work it's like maybe your first year in a and o right yeah yeah so you're spending hours doing work that you're just catching up right so after one year after my first one year in-house it became easier because now i know what to do i just know i can get this template and plug this and plug this and voila 8 p.m 7 p.m (laughs) so yeah i have i have i have considerable um work-life balance there are seasons right sometimes it gets busy when I have board meetings to prepare for, those are very busy periods. When I'm trying to close a transaction, those are very busy periods. But let's say in 12 months, I'll be very busy for like six months. And the other six months, you know, it's just normal day to day. Yeah, so work life balance, not bad. Like some people that are on vacation and you don't know the difference. Uh, I can't even go on vacation, guys. Me, I, I can't even go on vacation yes. like a fair. Hmm, guys, now they're attacking me. That's actually a good question to ask you. Like, Chidi, your in-house um, department, like, is it? Are you the main legal counsel? No, no. Okay, so you, so there's, yeah. so there's other people. So there's like a department. Okay, so you have you know people to work with. So yeah. I'm gonna put Chidi on spot now because Chidi was not expecting this one. But so what was it like? You know, be like being Chidi, so to speak. Like you know, navigating Lagos, navigating living in Nigeria as a you know. Hot shots, young lawyer, your whole life ahead of you. Like, do you have, you know, people who look up to you? And also, how do you as well find the people you look up to? So, like, your mentors. What's, so, what's your relationship with your mentors or your mentees? You know, how do you find those people? How do they find you? Like, you know, loosen up a bit. What's it like with you? <laughs> I think I've been very, I've been very intentional about my life and an intentional man <laughs> <laughs> an intentional king guys <laughs> about my life and my career so I've, you know i've always planned stuff i've always you know written stuff in my notes you know year one year two this is where i want to be this is what i want to do if i go into this scene this type of work i want to do so i've always just sort of planned it since maybe what law school right so i've always followed the blueprint and the plan even all the way to nice life and clubs and Work hard and what guys play harder. So that's your <laughs> advice for people coming up, like intentionality. Do you have like mentors, like people you look up to, and what's like the advice that they give you? Yeah, I've been very fortunate to have people, you know, just mentor me, right? Um, and um, a lot of the people I worked with in the farm, you know, took out their time to really mentor me, from senior associates to partners. And it's like people that you know, I go back to ask questions if I have any issues. 
they only show up for me. I mean, they're mentors and they're role models. People that I may not necessarily have like yeah. a relationship with. But, you know, I, and I can look up to them and say, this is how I want to model my life. And then, yeah, mentees. Yeah, definitely as well. Um, a lot of other younger lawyers that come around and they want to, they want to understand, you know, um, do I specialize in this practice area? You know, how do I do this type of work? Even people ask, how do I do my work and still go to clubs? So, see, people know Chidi on the street, guys. See, I'm not like, we don't know Chidi as a, you know, play hard guy. It's not like that. But <laughs> no, but like, Chidi is definitely, I agree, very intentional about his work and very, very work hard. So, I mean, my last question for you, I don't know if Olamide has a last question, but like, what would you say is like the next phase of your life? Where do you see yourself? So, do you see yourself going back to working in a law firm? Do you see yourself setting up your own firm? Do you see yourself leaving law altogether? And be honest, Chidi, I mean, your employers don't think you're going to work there for the next 50 years. So, <laughs> I'm not asking you when this phase is coming. I'm saying, what is the next phase for you? To be honest, uh, for the very. Don't say you don't know. It's the very first time. For the very first time. You just said you're essential For the very first time in my life. I don't know. And I and it pains me to say I don't know because I typically know. But for now I would say I'm focused on building the business part of my career. That's something I didn't know. I didn't even have it. You know, it took me coming in the house to realize that I knew law but I didn't know business. So every day I learn something new and I just want to keep learning and learning. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Maybe I'm gonna transition from law and do proper business you know maybe maybe hmm. push yeah, for maybe we should do twitter police you a dirty liar or he's <laughs> and running from his employers or he's telling the truth <laughs> but i still like law i still like law i'm still a law she boy said, you please know. though i'm not going anywhere uh i'll have anything else for you before no, we let him no, go to enjoy his we record on sunday so the rest of his sunday yeah so um really just to thank chidi for finally for taking the time yeah, yeah finally honoring our invitation we've been chasing chidi for god knows where I have a bottle chest now. I'm so, so sorry. Rounding guys. up, Chidi, is there anything you want to plug? You know, RPC rules, you can't plug your own self, but like your Twitter, your Instagram, LinkedIn, any non law related businesses you want if to If you don't have? follow Chidi on Instagram as a lawyer, really. As in, who are you uh, following? There's nothing on my Instagram. So, Chidi, what's your, your Instagram and your Twitter? If you want to plug it, if not, I mean, any businesses you do and business anyone does, I mean, we've already plugged Alaro City for them, so that's about it. Or any last party oh, words? Loki, Loki can uh, business afford that. Chidi didn't want to say the price on, uh, on air, so I don't think so. <laughs> but Chidi, well, anything to say? If you like me, go follow Alara City. Alara City on Instagram. Chidi, they're not going to give me bonus for this. <laughs> you better please, plug your Please, they should give me bonus. I'm begging now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> go follow oh Alara City everywhere. Uh, my, my handle is the same everywhere. Chidi underscore Esquire. That's ESQ on Instagram, on Twitter, um, LinkedIn. My name is Chidi Odomena. Yeah, so. yeah, guys. And I mean, Chidi didn't say this, but I'll say it on Chidi's behalf. If you have any questions for Chidi, you know, about how to get to where he is, you know, slide into his LinkedIn DMs. Not his Instagram DMs. I didn't send you people there. But his LinkedIn DMs, you know, ask him questions. Yeah, I'm sure Chidi out. is happy to help. Yeah. He doesn't need any help with the Instagram and the Twitter DMs. So we're helping yeah. that LinkedIn DMs. But yeah, I'll have there any parting words for the people. Well, welcome back, everyone. Yes, guys, welcome back. Very soon, we're going to start like recording on different sides of the ocean. It's going to be really sad. Really? I'm really sad. But either way, I will still have the first word and the last word. Thank you so much, guys. We've missed all of you. We've missed doing this. And thank you to Chidi. As always, Alamide Anifes, I said your name first. 
Alamdian Ife from the bar. <laughs>